I'm probably the only guy speaking on basketball that's going to break it down for you like this and this deeply. The first 20, 30 times I tried, casuals just misinterpreted the whole thing. Now, hopefully they listen this time and try to understand what I'm saying. Something happened these post this postseason with the Clippers, and you saw everything that I spoke on come to existence, right? Paul George, from the moment Kawhi Leonard went down, was an entirely different basketball player. He was playing with freedom. He was playing with rhythm. He was playing with momentum. He was playing with aggression. He was getting guys involved. He was being a playmaker. He was being a scorer. He was shooting from wherever, wherever he wanted. He was getting whatever shot off he wanted. He was not playing scared, though he missed those two free throws. Other than that, Paul George was clutch. Paul George was aggressive. Paul George did not, for one moment in this series, and from the moment Kawhi went out, fall out of rhythm. He was taking games over. He was being a scorer from all three levels. He was getting to the cup, getting to the line. More importantly, and the most important thing, actually, he was beautifully, he was running this five-out drive kick offense that Tyloo implemented. A lot main part, a lot of a lot of the big reason was for PG. He was running it to perfection. He was setting guys up. He was making others better. He was empowering Reggie Jackson's game took off even more. Ta uh, Terrence Mann's game took off even more. DeMarcus Cousins' game took off a little bit for moments. Zubak was playing well with him. It just felt so natural. The flow of everything, I don't know what the numbers were. The flow was just beautiful, I feel like, and it was more natural. When Kawhi was there, they were dragging through games. They were dragging through Dallas and even the Utah wins because the reality is, and I've said this for a long time, two wing talents have never really worked in the NBA throughout history. Two slashing, attacking wing talents have never worked. It's one time, D-Wade and LeBron. And look at the sacrifice D-Wade had to make change his whole game, and LeBron James being over-the-top dominant. Chris Bosh had to sacrifice, and they caught a break when Ray Allen hit that shot. That team might have gone one and four, you know, two for four. Like, remember, people thought the Heat were going to go four for four. Th that was a better and more talented team, more talented duo. This one right here, and Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are going to run into the same thing. You got two guys from the same – again, I've been over this a million times – that operate from opposite sides but need the same type of rhythm and shots. And you got to remember, Kawhi Leonard – is the man. Kawhi Leonard is two-time finals MVP. Kawhi Leonard is this guy, arguably a top five player in the game, right? Kawhi Leonard is a half-court assassin. Think Carmelo Anthony, think Paul Pierce, think Michael Jordan, think Kobe Bryant, you know, but Kawhi Leonard falls more towards Pierce and Melo because they operate off the elbow, off the wings. They want to slow you down. They want to play at their own pace. They want to dominate you. They want to be power players. They want to get to the line. They want to be aggressive. He may not be as smooth and as effortless of a scorer as them or explosive a scorer, but that's how he operates. That's his approach. He needs the lane. He needs the elbows. He needs the 45. He needs the wing. He needs the baseline. Those are his spots from all over the floor. He also needs to slow you down, and he needs to pound down and be a power player. This drive kick offense that they run right now, and they, they've, they made a major jump from when they had it with Doc. It made a major improvement in Paul George's game, and it still allowed Kawhi to be the dominant version of himself. But you know it. I know it. You see it. And you can deny it all you want. Paul George is a different player when Kawhi was gone. When he was with Kawhi, because of who Kawhi is and what he needs to do and how he needs to operate, he fell out of rhythm. Again, there was nights where Paul George in the playoffs pre-Kawhi injury had bad shooting nights, looked nervous, looked out of sync, looked scared, and looked just not himself. Missing open shots, running back on defense, worried. Now missing the next shot because of the, oh, fuck, like, ah, he's not a second option. It's just what it is. 
Some guys are just meant to cook and create. It's funny because Paul George is either a first option, a lead ball handling second option, or a sixth man. He ain't even a third option. That's just the game he is. He is a creator, okay? He's a guy that needs flow, rhythm, momentum, and freedom to operate. That's when he can make plays. He's a great playmaker. That's when he can hit shots from everywhere on the floor, a three-level monster in terms of scoring the ball, a smooth operator, you know, and he's finesse. You don't know what Paul George is going to do. He's less predictable than Kawhi. With Kawhi, you know what you're going to get. He's going to give it to you. But I'm saying, how do these two mesh? I don't know if they do. Basketball-wise, common sense-wise, oh, we were missing Kawhi. We'd have won the chip if he was here, right? Sure. But you wouldn't have got that Paul George. You wouldn't have got that Terrence Mann. You wouldn't have got that Reggie Jackson. You wouldn't have got that Boogie Cousins if Kawhi was there. Because when Kawhi is there, what happens is they shift, they shift from let's everyone eat, everyone touch the ball, everyone be in that contagious offensive energy. It goes to give it to Kawhi, let him dominate. Why do you think the Dallas series was such a drag? Because Kawhi has respect for George. Like, yo, I'm going to go get my 30. We need you to go get 23, 24, 25. But the room for error for Paul George just shrinks. Because when Paul George is resorting um, and, 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 you know, he's limited in terms of how many shots he can take, he's limited to which, what his spots are. He can't attack those gaps when Kawhi is running his half-court offense. He can't attack those gaps and be the creator and free-flowing guy that he is and make quick decisions when he has to worry about Kawhi being there. Paul George naturally is a chilly dude. You know, he defers. You almost got to empower him and tell him, like, PG, you are the shit. You are the coldest motherfucker in the world. Go do you. That is when he's at his best. But when Kawhi's there, he defers. So now you got to pick because I think Kawhi Leonard in this five-out drive kick offense, if Tyloo's going to keep it, him being naturally, he's a bucket getter. He's strong as shit. He's physical. He's a killer. He's a legend in his craft. But I'm saying still stiff. That's who he is. That He is who he is at this point. Out of double teams, he passes late. So when you get to when you get the ball to a shooter, they've already closed out on him. You know, sometimes has tunnel vision, sometimes picks up his dribble, you know, and you got to ask yourself, does he fit this free flowing system where everyone eats? He's not the playmaker that Paul is, and he's not the like he has spots on the court. Paul George don't have spots. He could just cook from wherever and he could get aggressive. Paul George needs to be a volume scorer. That's when he's at his best. Fuck it, I'll shoot 42%, but I'm going to put up 33, 34, 35, and I'm going to be in a position to close the game, and I'm going to scare the shit out of the defense, draw the attention of the defense, and kick to these shooters. You can't do that with Kawhi. It's just what it is. Kawhi has three fits where I think he could go be Kawhi Leonard and turn him into a championship contender just like that. It's the Miami Heat. They need a half-court assassin that just goes and gets buckets. They defend, and they do their thing. They slow the game down. Kawhi puts up 40, and it's the nastiest 40 you could put up. There's Miami. He could do this in Philly, get Ben Simmons out of there. He could do this in Philly, and then there's one other team that he could do this in. And I think I think it's Portland. I think it's Portland with Dame. Other than that, I don't know what you do. Maybe the Knicks, because Tom Thibodeau likes to play the half-court game. Those are the four teams I think he fits in, where Kawhi Leonard can be Kawhi Leonard, and it's going to lead you to a chip, and it's not going to take away from other guys. With Paul George, I don't know if these two work well together. And that's why you saw PG's game flourish. That's why you saw the Clippers before Kawhi and after were an entirely different team. Do you trade Kawhi Leonard? Do you trade the guy that left the team that won a championship and left him to come play at home? Probably not. They probably won't do it. They probably don't have the guts to do it either. But they probably don't have 
the thought process of doing it right now because they're blinded by the fact that we'd have gone to the finals if we had Kawhi. No, if you had Kawhi, Paul George wouldn't have been the Paul George you saw. He would have been resorting to 21-point games. You know, pandemic P jokes from the casuals would have been all-time all high. The moment he fucks up, he's psyched out. You got to decide. This is how it is. This is just basketball. If it don't fit, I don't know if it's going to win championships long-term. I don't know if it's going to win a championship long-term. Is Kawhi and PG the overdominant talents that LeBron was? Do they have a Chris Bosh? I don't know. Paul George works beautifully with a cat. I think if you had, if Carl Anthony Towns was on this Paul George team right now with the Clippers, they're in the finals. If, you know, Zach Levine has Vucevic in Chicago now, but if Vucevic was right here, I think they're in the finals. If Paul George had a, you know, an, another big man that can just kind of stretch the floor, pick, pick and pop, pick and roll, you know, he made Boogie and, and Zubak look really good, but imagine what he would have done with a cat. They were going to the finals. That's the guys you pair a PG with. Remember who he had success with? David West, Roy Hibbert, traditional big man type games, right? I think prime LaMarcus Aldridge, remember that rumor was flowing around. That would have been a great fit for him. Anthony Davis and PG would have been nice, but he's with LA. You know, if this Clippers team was to just run their offense through Paul George and embrace him as the creator, if they could run it back and get bring in a guy like Cat, bring in a guy like even a Valanchunas, and they would have had great success, I think. Fuck, it's scary to say, Kawhi Leonard, this legendary Hall of Fame first ballot guy, are you going to just send him away? Well, it depends how much you value PG. I think you got to pick one.